Achievement unlocked. Two players and a podcast now loading. Dreamers and Flam family, this is Two Peas and a Pod brought to you by General Andrews and Liberty Flam. And we are sponsored by the 8-Bit Dojo and ESN, where we aim to be selfless, not selfish. This is episode 5 of season 4, Schedule vs. Flow. <laughs> yo, 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 Liberty Flam! Yo, 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 General Andrews, how are you doing, my man? Dude, I'm doing good, getting stuff done this week, which is awesome. Even though I felt like this, you know, there's still another three or four monkeys on the back. And I'm like, come on, get, get out of there. Get them off. You got you to gotta schedule them off, right? Ugh, I wish. I wish they would just flow right down my shoulders and onto the ground. Get them out of here. All right. Well, with that being said, we've already started to flow into our next topic. And our next topic really is going to be talking about schedule versus flow. So, Flippy Flam, do you want to give us a definition on this? Or do you want to just tell us your entire life story? Go. All right, entire life story. So I was born in a hospital in San Diego. Mm. It was a crisp, balmy morning. Felt right. Yeah, <laughs> it did, did feel right. And then I grew up, and now I'm here. Okay, accurate. So there yeah. you go, folks. That's the whole entire. That's the whole episode. episode. That's the whole thing. My whole life story in a minute and a half. Well, that's the difference between schedule versus flow. We just yeah. flowed, and we're now done. Okay, mm. but realistically here. What we're talking about is there is a difference between having a schedule, which a lot of us like to adhere to, mm-hmm. to some degree, at least on a Monday through Friday mindset, versus flow. And that's how everything goes in a per day regimen. So people might look at it in a per week, they might look at it in a per month. Uh, again, it depends how you conceptualize your time, because again, time is a construct created by man mm. for pure insanity purposes yeah and it, yeah. it's unique to the individual too absolutely uh because there's signs where you know you can just be like twiddling your thumbs you're like whoa an hour just went by yeah versus you're stuck in a line right at a at the dmv and you're like every 15 seconds felt like 15 years yeah which it does i don't know what they do at the dmv but they're really good at creating that whole feeling and i wish i could take that feeling and apply it everywhere else that's right let me extend my clock please yes what sort of pseudo magic you got in there dmv so i think something that's really important is that uh with these aspects let's go ahead and take them on piece by piece uh hopefully to make it much more easily hopefully make it much more easily digestible because you know those words are hard to say yeah that's uh, a hard word yeah goodness gracious that there is a difference between schedule and flow we talked about just for a second there but most people when they're looking at approaching their business you know us being content creators streamers things of that nature a lot of times you hear consistency is key Mm -hmm. now consistency is key if you even understand what is your consistency supposed to be that's a good because there was a point in time that you actually used to stream six days a week right basically yeah like monday through saturday saturday was like a half day and sunday was off is that sunday was off yeah so uh you had a schedule there was a schedule it was there it was basically flip will be on monday through saturday and he's not on sundays and 
at that point in time, there was a flow for you. There was, yeah. There was a lot of simplicity, though, right? It, it was, because for the most part, basically just kind of, well, I didn't play exactly what I wanted, but for the most part, I did. And there were longer days, and it was, uh, is not the greatest of content let's be honest because that amount of days in a row doesn't promote a really good flow and my energy levels were so low because i had a bad oh, schedule that makes sense now when talking about flow in this specificity here it's that back then all that mattered was okay be on time stream for the schedule time is that's mm. eight hours 10 hours whatever i know there's a point that you were doing 12 but that wasn't all the time that, that wasn't was, all the time it was a very short amount of time but it did happen and it sucked you know and which is funny because you would think okay i get to play games for that many hours it's going to be great but when you get to play games and you're not trying to create content out of it it's much easier to get lost in the sauce not realizing wow well i need to eat at some point during this i yeah. probably need to take care of my own personal hygiene and time away from the screen yeah that was the biggest thing because my only time away from the screen or anybody who does that because a lot of people still do that is sleep which is not really condoning to very uh prosperous mental health well one thing we've talked about uh before thanks to you know topics that we've learned from individuals like let's say chuck huber was understanding the idea of what's going to happen during your sleep that you take with you at the end of each day well we're problem solving animals right yeah well, when you go to bed, whatever the last big obstacle that you were trying to solve, now you might not, certain things that your brain deems as that is an important thing to tackle, you might not have thought that at that point in time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a great example is let's say you were doom scrolling on Twitter or on Facebook, as some people have done in the past. And so they go and read that Barbara is just fed up with Sally. Barbara just can't stand Sally anymore. It's no. over. Gosh, dang it, Sally. Why? That's it. The why. The why. So now you yep. go to bed not knowing what the hell's going on with this potential cat fight, or maybe this person's just yelling to the wind. You don't know. Yeah. Your well, brain's going to work on that. Exactly right. Your brain's going to try to solve pretty much the unsolvable because you're not either Barbara or Sally. You don't have all the details on the situation if you were not them. Uh, so your brain's going to try and solve this thing. So your sleep's not going to be as conducive as you thought it was because we don't heal during our sleep. A lot of people like to think, oh, okay, cool. I had a great workout. I had a you know really good work day, whatever these combination of things that add up to your day where I'm going to go to bed, I'm going to heal and recover and boom, here we go. More so the best way to look at your sleep, regardless if we're talking about you actually hitting a REM cycle. That's, mm -hmm. that's, that's a really big key if you could do that, folks. That is. But uh, is going back to the idea of when you are going to bed is that your brain gets a break. Yeah. At least that, that front, that, that that front part that's constantly just doing all the different things it's trying to figure out all the so then you have like the besides the front portion of your brain that's really trying to solve all these complex ideas and i you know theories and what, what, yeah. whatnot you also have a now you're let's just call it the middle level of your brain we're going to make it simple you can look into this deeper if you want to know all the specificities that your your social constructs right mm -hmm. things that you might be like oh i'm okay with somebody going and killing people but society says it's wrong uh, 
<laughs> so your moral that's complex. A really strong is, take. Yeah, that is a very strong well, take. <laughs> you know, the, the, these moral complexes, though, you, you can pick whatever you want, folks. We're just intentionally trying to be over the top here. Yeah. But these, these these complexes that you have to adhere to within society, and you might pick something else, maybe something much more smaller tier than that. But now you know, there's your there's your top here, and you can work back from that. Where it's like, well, that's not socially acceptable. And there's other times like, oh, here here we go. Here, let's pick a smaller one because some of you are there. Oh my god, you said murder. <laughs> Picking your nose—is it—is it a crime to pick your nose? Uh, in Singapore, yeah. In Singapore, excellent. Okay, yeah. but is it here? <laughs> is it here? Is it here? No. In the United States. So let's speak on what we do know yeah. from our laws. Sorry, because you can't. I just find their laws to be very weird. You can't spit on the sidewalk there too, and you can't hear. Odd. Very odd. Well, there was it a is. point in time that you couldn't. That is. Oh, that is also pandemic, true. Yeah. There, there was a lot of places uh, doing a lot of fines if you were spitting outside. Uh, now I don't know if anyone personally getting those fines, but that was supposedly out yeah. there. Okay. Picking your nose is typically not considered a crime. It's not. You're not hating on anyone if you're doing that. You're not ruining somebody else's livelihood by doing so. But if you go outside, you probably don't assume to be like oh hey cool i'll let anyone and everyone see me picking my nose now you might not care that certain people see your nose being picked but you might yeah. care that your nana saw you picking your nose because she might come over just slap you. no you don't do that out here that's like oh sorry nana all right nana <laughs> my apologies you know so that again social constructs rights versus wrongs things that we feel are we need to adhere to because everyone else says i should adhere to them so okay i should do that those kinds of things get to find finally shut down while you're sleeping so going back to the whole idea that you were talking about flib that if you're streaming that much maybe you get up you shower you eat do a couple of other things and sleep there you go that's your whole day if yeah you're streaming that's the that whole day yeah and then you don't your brain doesn't get the chance to shut it to shut her down and then it just then it just worries on those and it tries to fix things that you can't necessarily fix like at all period and that flow is going to be destructive so we've got a schedule of somebody streaming let's say 12 hours a day six days a week one day not that whole day not streaming now we don't really I, i'm not going to know for sure what anyone and everyone's going to be doing during that time but let's just assume that they are compiling everything they did for the week that's gonna be still tough because that's a lot of content to go through i mean yeah. first off 12 times 6 is 72 hours. Sunday, let's just say, is a 24-hour day. Oh, yeah, every day of the week is 24 hours. That's basically um, like a whole nother week just to, if you are going back and editing stuff, that's a whole nother week just to go through the footage. Okay, so as you can see here, I'm trying to talk about one thing and then talk about the other, but it's now starting to become tough to really delineate what, what makes what here. So your schedule is something that you are timing out specifically because you feel that you're going to get the best representative for what you put out there. Okay, good example. Banks have very specific hours they're open. Why? Because they deem those hours to be the most conducive for them to make money. Mm -hmm. All right, when I stream, I've had numerous different streaming schedules, and there's one I pretty much have stuck with, which is this later evening going into the overnight spectrum, mm -hmm. that that's my audience's viewing time, right? So I schedule my streams to be during that time frame. Yeah, it's your wheelhouse that we've found over however many years streaming and however many different times. Exactly. Same thing for yourself, right? Yeah. And you, you definitely also have experimented with many different times to yes. kind of figure out what works well, some that work well, but then you don't feel fulfilled, yeah. even though those times are working well. And so again, that flow wasn't good enough, even though the success of a number standpoint, the data would have said, well, you, you should be feeling happy. You should be, yeah. But you ain't. But you're not. 
because the flow is off, especially back like doing the overnights. Yes, because you and I were back to back. We're back we, to we've back. We've almost yeah. always been back to back, except some different points in times where we try to be a little more experimental. Like, mm. hey, I'm going to try this for a month this way and kind of see how it goes. You know, what do you think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, do that. You know, let me know what you you, you feel you like about it or you don't like about it. And uh, yeah, at some point you definitely were like, dude, I, I know that this is been conducive to my 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 numbers and data, but I the first couple hours I'm still just waking up. I'm not really even my, my myself. The coffee's not really kicking in right yeah. away like I wanted to. X, Y, and Z. This wasn't very conducive to a, a good flow or or just like a healthy lifestyle in general. Because overnights are just so oh man. There's a reason people get paid more to do overnights, people, than exactly right than regular daytime work so let's now take that thought process and now let's look at things again is that you talked about a healthy life who even is talking about a healthy life right yeah we were talking about a schedule we were talking about flow but it is it your is. way that you conduct yourself in your time is what makes you feel happy and fulfilled be that from your passions and hopefully your passions are intertwined with your your business uh in some way right that'd be the best that would be yeah that's the most conducive to not going crazy later in a job you hate 20 years down the road (laughs) yeah right and so you have to realize when you're when you're going about it in these ways is that okay can i also go after what i want and still live a happy and fulfilling life so now to be able to do this you have to continually take the time that that's scheduling it or not to retrospectively look at yourself regardless of what anyone else says now you can also get the outside opinions if you want to also maybe utilize mental health therapy right and that's then always good an opinion from someone that has nothing to do with your inner circle and that's and there's a reason why it is helpful for many because now you don't have the onus of oh this person's going to hold it against me now that i told them my deep my deep dark secrets yeah it's a completely objective third party if it's just literally observing the information from the outside and you are allowed to disappear on them if you really wanted to now obviously you know that some they might be worried because maybe you shared some things with them they're like oh please don't disappear we got work to do but you are allowed to because you don't owe them anything because that is a person that you are paying to help you with your mental space yeah again those are for you and your therapist to decide what's the best path to take so getting back on track with this kind of stuff here is one of the things i noticed is i did not like what my schedule was doing to my flow so my schedule even though i would do pretty good going up into that 2 a.m ish range i was going to bed between 4 and 6 a.m i'm someone who needs at least eight hours sleep not every single time i can make it work on a day that i need to wake up early but let's say the norm the norm is always going to be getting eight hours sleep so if that's the case if i'm going to bed at 6 a.m when one's eight hours later exactly eight hours later is 2 p.m 2 p.m yep which isn't very conducive to working with people who are existing in the daytime exactly right so now myself who's becoming overwhelmed with all the things i want to do i want to do so many different things and i have to keep on being smart about not over stretching myself over extending myself into all these different like wants to do this 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 and this something we talked about in a recent episode right understanding your skill set yeah so or excuse me recognizing your skill set yeah that was recognizing it is semantics i understand it okay you know (laughs) 
<laughs> Why do you all care about the exact titles? Why? Why? <laughs> okay, all right. Good call, people. Good call. Because I think a big thing for you when you were on that going to bed at like 4 or 6 a.m. was that you couldn't get to the gym because the gym would close early by the time you got everything else done in the day. I'm glad you say that. So could I have gone to the gym? Yes. If I chose to make that my very first thing that I did for the day. But problem is is if that is my very first thing to do for the day those are those hours that you talked about when it came to working collaborating whatever yeah. with individuals who work on a quote-unquote normal-ish clock you'd have to sacrifice that to do your gym time and then those people wouldn't be there in the other half of that day so it was just throwing off that flow like you said exactly and for me it's not for everyone but for me having the gym consistently a part of my life is what helps keep me grounded which helps keep me fulfilled helps me want to keep on doing anything and everything else because i feel like i can take on anything as long as i get my weekly gym routine in i second that motion after scheduling gym for the last year it's it feels great you do feel like you can handle a lot more you, you really do even though you're tired yeah right but like what happens is is when you keep on releasing these happy chemicals guess what those happy chemicals are driving forces they themselves can have you in a position mentally to be prepared to take on things be it mentally emotionally or physically now granted if you don't have the proper tools in your toolkit to deal with it because you might have your own onus to deal with obviously you'll going to go ahead and research the different ways to deal with that or talk to professionals that will help you add those tools to your toolkit to deal with it but to better your mental state you want to better your physical state to better your physical state you're going to want to be in line with your mental state so if you're noticing here they both go hand in hand with each other just like when we've had dr mick on mm -hmm. dr mick's a big proponent on you Huge. taking care of both because both are you they, they affect so much and especially in, in this country, and I know I know just in general, like it's always about just your physical health. They they wanna throw mental health kind of out the window. Oh yeah, you see what they do to athletes all the time. Oh yeah, that that's a great example, is yeah, athletes. Um, well you get paid so much, you shut up and play the game. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> that's because that's how that works you know because and again i don't know these individuals and their personal turmoils but i think it's funny too that all these people saying this stuff they don't know them either right they're only looking at it from the perspective of where they are and they're like oh this person is making x amount of money playing a sport i would love to do that good but obviously you weren't willing to do the same type of sacrifices they were to sniff at that type of high level of competition right, to even to get a chance at it because these these are the people that you know and i was at a point in my life you know when you're we're doing all this working out all these different practices extra coaching on the side and those people kept on doing it no matter how many people told them they were not going to make it they they, they bet the whole house on it right because they could have been working yeah. on other skill sets. They could have, yeah. But they went in on their athleticism. Now, obviously, someone who comes from a richer background will have more advantages because they're not sacrificing maybe as many things. True. Be able to be in a position to succeed. But that person, every single person who's jumping into this is still sacrificing something to be able to do that. So now, though, if you think about it, they're doing the sacrifice, all the sacrificing. Now that we're older in our 30s and things of that nature, and, you know, obviously, as we get older into our 40s and 50s, when we picture 
the terminology of sacrificing, it makes so much sense. But back then, when we were young, it felt like we were giving up the world. Everything. Can't what do you play mean? With my I friends. Can't go out on night. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? I can't sleep in. What do you mean? I have to do all my homework and still do all the other things I need to do to compete in this sport or sports. Some of you out there, multi, multi-faceted athletes. And then we're gonna go and say, "Well, this person." No, think pull, pull it back a little bit, right? Yeah. And really consider what you are saying, what you're thinking, because a lot of times you don't know shit about what they've gone through. Because all you get to see is their televised moments. Yeah, you you don't know what they're going through at any day. As soon as the cameras go off, no, nobody knows except for them and their families. Like, so they have a schedule, right? But guess what? I bet their flow gets messed with a lot. And they're oh. athletes. So athletes love to maintain their flow. Let me tell you, <laughs> train enough athletes in my time to know <laughs> you don't want to mess up the flow if you're in a position of getting paid by an athlete because they're going to let you know. Facts. So getting back to this whole thing here, why is it important to understand the difference between schedule versus flow? Yeah, we ranted a lot there, right? We did. But it's, it's, it's important though, like it, it is, each person's perspective and, and takes on this are important. But when we're what we're really talking about is just because you have a schedule, look at it again. And you don't have to go ahead and reanalyze all the time because maybe you become too analytical or over analytical like some of us might be. Mm. I know I've been there before. Same. Uh, that when we aren't happy, now that's a good time to go ahead and reassess where we are. Or maybe we feel burnt out. Yep. We feel unfulfilled. There, whatever one of these words or feelings starts to resonate, that matters to you. And because it matters to you, now reassess the flow of your schedule because your schedule might be good, but you might've noticed you've just, you overbook yourself. And because you overbook yourself, now your schedule sucks. Yeah, and then it becomes hectic on certain days, and then other days it ruins with your flow too, because then you don't have a flow through the day because they may not be busy enough. Mm-hmm. Big time. One of my big things is I've had to look at when people ask me how is the weekend going, that I'm working. Yeah. That that weekend I'm working. My weekend is Tuesday, Wednesday. So now, like today, I have to look at today as my Monday. Oh man. The more and more I'm doing that, the more and more I'm able to conceptualize what I'm doing with my time. And then like yesterday. Yesterday, I was I had gotten things done. I'd also gotten frustrated that some of the stuff I was working on was not going the way I wanted it, no matter how much I was troubleshooting, no matter how much I'd go on Google and type in the terms, be like, okay, so I should be able to figure this out. Why is this not working? Versus when I go and reach out to a friend who's been utilizing the same type of uh, platform and I go and ask him a question, and he's like, Oh, well, even though I wasn't able to solve everything all just by him answering that little bit, it's like, okay, I already know I'm biting off more than I can chew right now. I need to talk to this person more in depth so I can get on track and get this stuff done. So because of that, my day got a little thrown off. I still got a bunch of other things done, but I was exhausted by 8 p.m. Remember, I start my streams at 8 p.m. But Wednesday is my Sunday. So it's like, you know what's okay? It's okay. Yeah, you're done for that day done for the day and then eventually i you know I, I was catching up on emails at that point in time trying to keep it you know more simple and as soon as 10 p.m hit even though i was having conversations with in certain individuals i was like hey just so you know this is my new thing once i hit 10 p.m on a non-stream day that's when it's time for me to start just pushing back and being done it's good it's good to have that unwind time yes like it's we're talking in the necessary. circadian 
rhythm episode. Like, yes, it's correct. It's so good. And not having that time can really throw off just like you were saying, the flow of your day, even though it was a hectic day, you still got to that point where you could be like, hey, it's 10 o'clock. I have to stop. My, I got to start letting my brain shut down. Exactly. And like when I when I see the no, it's about to be midnight. I'm not looking at my phone for anything besides every now and then because like just the way my room is set up. I'll um, let's say I'm going to get up to use the restroom and come back. I'm like, what time is it? Okay, cool. Yeah, that's the only other time I go and click my phone real quick because otherwise it's been plugged in and it, it's a way for me. So I could stop doing phantom click syndrome. Oh, yep. That's wow. That's a big one. Keeping it out of reach. Yep. It's charging and whatnot, you know, so it's 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 where it needs to be. But keeping it out of reach, it's near my bed, but it's not on my bed and it's not within arm's reach. If I was really talented with my feet, I probably could figure out a way to yeah. make it work. <laughs> but those kinds of things start to set up. And now it's as much as I'm still not caught up, I'm not overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I just want to do more. And that's on me to, you know, keep on working on that feeling but I can digest each and every day much better. And it's only gonna get better. The more and more I get used to this, the more and more I adhere to the rules I set for myself. That's what's also important. You go and ask someone for help and they set rules that you don't wanna listen to. Well, take the information and curtail it so you are setting rules for yourself, whatever they may be. Then it comes down to will and discipline for you to uphold your own damn rules. Exactly right. So I'm glad you said those. I'm glad you said will and discipline. That's you said you're so good at this. I, transition. I, so let's take that information and let's go ahead and plug that into you and what you did to your schedule a year, little over a year ago, right? Yeah. Year and a couple months ago, where you're like, yeah, I want to jump into this fitness thing. What do you got for me? Then bam, I I appreciated all the information when I first asked, and I knew it was going to be a lot. I got, I knew so much. It was going to be a ton of information, but you made it digestible (laughs) at least. But there were times where I had to tell him like, please stop. Hold on. I I have not gotten past this first chunk. Good. There's, There's a lot here, but having that information and then just applying because I wasn't super disciplined at first. It took me a while to develop habits. And then once I got into the habits, I could I could feel the difference in what it was. And I, and I liked that feeling because I would like I would always tell people on streams like every time I get to the lakes, I look at it and I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to walk three and a half miles. I really, really right. don't. <laughs> but I do it anyway because I know I'll, a I'll feel better afterwards. And B, it will help me a lot with my physical and my mental because I was not in the greatest physical health at that point. Right, right. Especially if we're talking about a year plus ago. Yeah, right? exactly. But that doesn't that doesn't happen if I don't set those rules and essentially those boundaries with myself to be like, hey, it's a workout day. Go and work out. And then I'd have a rest day. And then the rest days got fewer and farther between. And then the workout days, quote unquote, the walking days got more and more and more. And I was also just gentle with myself if I missed something. And and the rest is really history because now I'm doing three and a half miles a a day. Oh, I've been doing that for the last month and a half now. (laughs) It's it's, it's such an interesting thing to see from what was like the precipice of, oh, shit. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah, that's normal now. Yeah, it's normal. I can I can handle it, and it doesn't it doesn't hurt me anymore. And it's to the point where I look forward to it. I'm like, oh, I woke up, I want to eat, so I'm gonna go work out. Exactly, because that's another big important thing for a lot of people. Sometimes when they eat, they feel a little bit sluggish, even though you need that food because you've been sleeping all night long. You haven't eaten during that entire time of sleeping. You need food so you can go ahead and take on the next demand of the day. But sometimes for some people, that actually throws them off. So you learn for yourself that was similar. Like, you know what? No, cardio first, then I'm going to eat. It was, and so and that was became, until recently, too. Right. And it, it started clicking. Yeah. 
It did. It was like, I am a little sluggish after I eat right now. Maybe I'll just do like, I'll wait like an hour and a half, two hours, and I'll wake up. I'll have my cup of coffee still and a bottle of water. And I'll stretch and then I'll go and then I'll eat afterwards. I'm like, I just feel so much better. And look, we didn't have to take away coffee from you. No. Right? Like, if, if you are realistically trying to tackle these things, a lot of the times is individuals will run into where they try to do too many things. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Schedule, flow. If you're trying to create a new flow, let's say physically for yourself, and like you learned, there was a lot to learn. So you're like, I'm going to do it piece by piece. And now that you've done it piece by piece, and your pieces might be different than somebody else's pieces. Maybe they take three at the very beginning. Like, I can do these three p- big old paragraphs of information taken on. You're like, no, paragraph by paragraph works for me yep. that you are still able to get to where you are now which is where you look at it and you're like oh yeah i gotta do this this and this and now i'm going because it's so funny to me which is so cool it's so cool to see is that when i'll message you like hey um what do we want to do for this day and normally it's, no, most of the time it's regarding the podcast recording time mm. like oh hey i gotta get my workout in first so can we do it at this time and I like to me it's not like oh man flip's gotta do his workout why don't we just get this done yeah it's yeah Flip says workout first. There it we does. go. It's a proud that, little papa bird moment. Oh, God, big time. Because, you know, the hardest thing is seeing someone say X, Y, and Z, and you're like, oh, I know the information that will be helpful to you. No, what will be helpful versus the idea of just telling people, because that's, that's a problem with a lot of be it trainers or individuals when they're at a party wanting to ask you health advice yeah and they're not in the mindset to really take on this big old bucket of information right yeah they're getting hammered they're eating tons of fried food (laughs) you know it's a party yeah like let me have my slice of pizza you know i haven't had one in like eight nine ten months like cool and uh you know where it's just like it's so important to be asking it when you're ready for it and since you ask it you want it which means when you're asking for that information that's gonna be tough to digest you're willing to take it piece by piece piece by piece and that's what you got to do with your schedule sometimes is you got to take you got to know what your week is and you've got to take it piece by piece don't worry about thursday on sunday when Monday hasn't even happened yet. Yes, exactly. Start you start to figure out, and you you know what that means. Like for me, obviously, like I said, my week is different. But most people are doing your Mondays, your start yeah. days, Mondays your end day, right? So we're gonna we're gonna stick to that onus here, so you 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 all can follow us. Hopefully, is that keep on looking at it in that manner where. Okay, I want to schedule things out, but after you schedule stuff, or maybe even before, you know, you have to, you have to know how you look at things. Is that going to flow together? Can you make it work? So for myself, here's a great example of me overbooking, and so I had to pivot. So on Sundays, I want to go bowling with my father. Right? We got we got a tournament coming up in April, right on. But it's just it's also a cool time to spend with him. Mm-hmm. Then I want to work out and then I want to stream. And for the most part, give or take a few other little small things I can do with my time, that takes up the entire day, right? Yeah. Now, what did I agree to? I agreed to doing a commentary for a GDQ hotfix event, which went splendid, (laughs) by the way. It was only for about a run that was 20 minutes because they got a new world record. You know, congratulations to Jake Rock and Space Coast Gaming. Oh, yeah. But I didn't have that time. So I still got my workout in, but I did a smaller workout from a different day of the week to make that fit. But it's like, dang, I should have thought about that too. Maybe I should not have done my, I should have moved my other workout days around differently way ahead of time. I didn't look at my schedule far enough. I'm like, oh, I could take on a half an hour or something. Yeah, that's easy. I have that time. And then after you've already agreed to it, it's like, no, no, I did not have that time. Correct. And they would have found 
somebody else. They weren't they weren't going to be lost, but I, I wanted to do it. I was excited. I'm like, yeah, talk about turtles on GDQ commentary. Let's go. So those are things to pay attention to is how you go about your time and your managing of that time so that whatever schedule you choose for yourself, if you're able to, we understand some of you working, you know, your W-2 jobs, you don't get to choose your work schedule. You only get to choose your schedule outside of work. Same idea, still figure out what works for that flow so that you're not so inundated from your normal nine to five that you just, you hate life. That's not how it should be. You should feel happy and fulfilled. Exactly. Do what you have to do to do what you want to do. That's so good. Wow. You know, that, that flowed really nicely. That did flow. That we get for ourselves, you know? Oh, it, it feels so, our flow is getting there from the beginning of the year compared to last year oh i feel it i feel it right and i feel the love from the dreamers and i know you do from the family so thank you all for tuning in for another episode of this podcast do you have a good one out there dreamers family as always and bye. Bye.